Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show, episode 69. How you doing? Fact of the day. The first day of summer is the longest day of the year because it has the most daylight. I never knew this. Did you know this fact? I literally, how am I going around my whole entire life and not knowing that the longest day of the year is the summer, is, is the first day of summer because it has the most daylight. You know, sometimes I just feel like it's the it's those little things that you learn on a day-to-day basis and you're like, how did I not know that? Like recently, I was thinking about a spoon and a fork and I was like, oh my God, that's a spork. And my whole life I went around not knowing that a spork stood for a spoon and a fork. What kind of idiot am I? <laughs> But happy summer, everybody. Summer, first day of summer, June 20th, Father's Day. Hope you guys had a nice Father's Day. Um, I celebrated with my ex-husband. I did some posts about it online. Uh, my own father, he had passed away uh, back in 2017. And um, and and my mom's remarried, and she does her, her own thing with her husband. And my uh, my ex and I, we, we just went for lunch, you know, um, we went for lunch with the kids. We went for sushi. We went to a place, Amber, on the Upper East Side. It's delicious, delicious sushi. It's on 3rd Avenue and, like, 80th or 81st Street. And, uh, you know, and the, and then we just went for a stroll. It was casual. It was nice. My ex-husband's family, they live in Wales. So, um, you know, unfortunately, he doesn't get to see his own family. And uh, people, I was surprised. People were like, oh, I can't believe you're spending it with your ex, but it's like, I don't know. Uh, well, I, I couldn't think of anything else that I would be doing. I mean, I mean, he's the father of my kids and we have a great relationship and, you know, we're not hostile at all to each other. I mean, now, I guess if he wanted to celebrate it with his lady friend, I don't know how, um, how, how eager I would be to be at that celebration, but whatever. We had a good time. I, uh, I was just talking to my girlfriend earlier today and I said to her, because, you know, I'm trying, I have a wedding to go to this weekend and of course I have nothing to wear and I've been going in the stores to try to find something to wear and, uh, and, and I can't help, as I've been mentioning in the last few episodes, the style that's around these days and I said to her, I said, you know, it's like coming out of a pandemic, is that not bad enough? Coming out of the COVID-19 with the COVID-19 the, the COVID-19 pounds on you, and that's not bad enough. No, no. You know what? You know what? The fashion industry said, let's, let's have everybody come out of the pandemic and enter a whole new style. I can't take it. I don't even know what to wear. And I do my whole what's hideous on, in Target. And the truth is, is look, you know, I could find stuff in Target. There's, of course, there's little things that I find in Target, little t-shirts or whatever. I just can't believe these designer collabs, these dramatic dresses, because they're not everyday wear, which we want when we go to places like Target, right? But forget finding something for the, for the wedding. I, I have a solution for that. Although I have, I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that s- air quotes, solution in a second. But no, so I'm in the stores, right? I was in Zara. I'm looking around. And I just, I can't get over it. Y2K fashion. Y2K fashion is what it's called. Everything from the 90s, everything from year 2000, 2001. Think Destiny's Child, Britney Spears, Hit Me Baby One More Time, Clueless, um, 
Christina Aguilera and her dirty video. I mean, wide leg jeans, pink everything, rhinestones, baby tees, crop tops, satin dresses with cowl necks, big chunky white sneakers. I'm not even, I don't even have this shit written down. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling you. I can't handle it. I, I, I don't know what to wear with my new body. <laughs> okay. And cap sleeves aren't cutting it. And, um, polyester trying to be satin dresses with, you know, a a psychedelic swirl on it with a little rhinestone bedazzled uh, uh, seam at the top is not becoming for, for, for a mother of two. But I don't know about you. I literally feel like all I'm living in is, uh, is leggings. So I had my solution to start relying on rent the runway, my rent the runway membership. Let me tell you about this. Let me get your opinion on this. This is the most, you know what? I want to tell you, I, I say a lot of shit about companies or, you know, things if I, if I feel like some, something's not right, but I don't really like to put, you know, when you have people listening to you or you, you know, if you have an audience or whatever, you don't really like to say, put the negative stuff out there, especially about a company that you like to do business with, because it could impact the company a little bit. Not, not anything, you know, significant, but but I have had it with Rent the Runway, and I got to get this off my chest. And seriously, this is this is this is like a warning for you guys if you want to do Rent the Runway. So I started Rent the Runway maybe I don't know seven eight months ago. I thought it was a good thing to do. You know, I wasn't shopping. There was nothing in the stores. Let me get this Rent the Runway membership. Whatever it was, sixty seventy dollars. You know, and you get to pick four new outfits or four new pieces of of of, of clothing. Um, a month and they send it to you in a garment bag and it comes the same day if you live in the city. Um, all the stuff is, you know, it's great. It's stylish. The app is super easy to use. And let me tell you, let me tell you the benefits. The benefits is, well, during the pandemic, none of the stores were open. Nothing was delivering, right? But if you have a date, you want to wear something great, one-time thing. You have a wedding. Hello, that's my solution for the wedding. You want to order something great, a gown, you know, because how many times do you wear the same dresses over and over again? Or... I don't know, you gain weight, lose weight, you're pregnant, they have maternity clothes, and if you just want to try out the new styles, it's, to me, it's been, I've been happy, it's been great. However, however, the last couple months, I've had two, so I had two shipments, you know, last month and the month before, and um, and all this stuff came, and 80% of the stuff was damaged. Can you imagine? Damaged. Now, let me tell you something. So, I ordered a lot of stuff uh, two months ago because I was going out to Vegas to do a show and I didn't know what I wanted to wear. So I was like, oh, let me just increase my my Rent the Runway membership. So I went from like maybe doing four pieces a month to maybe 12, right? Just for the one month because you're able to do that increase, decrease based on your needs on a month-to-month basis. Fabulous. So there I go. I increase the thing. I get all this stuff delivered to my house. And I, I, I put it, I don't even try it on because I, I already know the size is going to fit. You know, I knew the brands. I said, you know, let me just put it in the bag. Go to Vegas. I go to Vegas. I'm doing my show and I went to unpack my Rent the Runway stuff from my luggage and 80% of it was damaged. I had a couple pairs of jeans, which normally I wouldn't usually do Rent the Runway for jeans, but I was desperate. The jeans, there was an oil stain on the jean. Ew. The other jean, the zipper didn't open. There was a pinhole sized hole uh, in a mesh shirt that I had. There was another mesh leopard turtleneck that I had ordered. It was all stretched out because the hanger that they had shipped it in was too big. I was so horrified. I couldn't even wear anything. I couldn't even wear anything. 
So I try to get in touch with them. Customer service isn't working. You know, I don't know. Did they take out hour, two hours on the, to, to call them? You know, because they, they had their phone lines backed up like every other business. I understand. Fine. So I'm emailing them, the manager saying to one of the managers, their supervisor, oh, we'll get in touch with you. You know, we're really sorry you're dealing with this, blah, blah. We'll get in touch with you. Playing phone tag. So I decided, let me go give it another go. Let me do another shipment the following month. How bad could it be? Well, I'm waiting to get this other thing sorted out because, of course, I wanted a refund. Why wouldn't I want a refund? So I said, while I'm waiting to get this shit sorted out, let me do another order. I do another order. This time, I was ordering something specifically for a confirmation party that I was going to. And then, you know, a couple other things here and there. The dress that I ordered for the confirmation party, it was adorable. Sundress, halter, horizontal stripes, not usually my thing. But I was going to do it for this time. Sort of that midi length, you know, below the knee. Anyway, dress comes. There's a black tar mark in between the two, the in between the breast area, in between where your two boobs are, big black tar mark, like the size of a dime. I couldn't even deal with it. Morning of the, I, you know, I should learn my lesson the first time, right? Morning of the confirmation, I'm like, oh, let me go get my rent. They're wearing my dress. I know it's going to fit. And I uh, and I go and I see this giant black stain on it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I tried to get the stain out, actually, and it didn't come out. So now here, and then there was a couple other things in that shipment that was damaged. Okay, long-winded story coming to an end. So I finally get in touch with the manager at the supervisor at Rent the Runway just yesterday. And you're going to die. I tell her the whole situation. She says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Don't worry. We'll be able to refund you the last couple months. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how ridiculous this was. I spent a lot of money the last two months. The last two months, the membership was a few hundred dollars. I know. I know how that sounds. It sounds insane for renting clothes. I know. It was a it was a few hundred dollars. Um, I was desperate, and I didn't care how much it was going to cost. And I couldn't get to the stores, and I couldn't deal with Amazon, and I couldn't deal with but whatever. And I just said, forget it. Fuck it. Let me do. I'm spending. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe for the two months, I think I spent like six hundred dollars, six hundred and fifty dollars. This is more money than a car would be for like three months. Okay. So uh, these supervisors said, I got to talk to my manager for the net net. Here's the net net. They say, unfortunately, we're not able to give you a refund for the last two months because we still gave you a service. Even though the merchandise was damaged, we still provided a service. And at the end of the day, we're a service. We provided a service for you. Let me tell you something. I raised so much motherfucking hell. You have no idea. I'm surprised Rent the Runway. First of all, let me tell you something. I My my hair was on fire. I couldn't even believe it. How? How could you? I said to her, yeah. You provide a service. That's that's great. I said, look, and I feel bad. I know this wasn't your decision and this isn't your fault. I said, but the diner provides a service. They provide a meal. If their food gives me food poisoning, of course I'm going to go back and let them know. And most likely, they are going to refund my money. Yeah. And they said, she said, I know, I know, but this is what my boss said. They won't budge. They will not give me a refund. So you want to know what? Screw you, Rent the Runway. Screw you. I, I First of all, I told, I told the woman. I said, I have a big following on social media. I said, I know that doesn't mean anything to you. I said, but I could go do big posts about how terrible and I could show pictures of the clothes. I said, I don't want to do that because I like I like the idea of the shared economy. I like the idea of not having to go to the mall and buy clothes. I am not skeeved out of the idea of Run the Runway where some of my girlfriends are. I want, 
I, I want to, I want this to work. Maybe this was just a fluke. Maybe you had a QC issue due to the pandemic. I don't want to start a problem. I said, but I can, and I, and I, and I will, if I really wanted to be crazy, go on my TikTok and just go and rant and do huge posts. I said, and don't think that people aren't going to take note and don't think that people don't use the service. Anyway, they basically blew me off. Well, let me tell you something. I went on LinkedIn, okay, you know, with my my uh, my business name, obviously, which is not Elise Delucci because I don't use Delucci uh, professionally, and uh, in that my corporate job. And uh, mm, excuse me, I take a sip of water. So I go on LinkedIn. I emailed the CEO, the CMO, the head of marketing. Um, I think I had the head of communications and one other girl. I didn't give a shit. I sent them all the same email, you know, tailored it a little bit here and there um, at the top. And I, I, I didn't get any responses yet. I just sent it today and I'm waiting. And I'll keep you posted because you want to know what? That's some fucking nerve, okay? Those memberships that I had, okay, it was like the, the cream of the, of the crop top membership for those two months. And you send clothes. You're, you're, you're a, a, a clothing rental company, essentially. And you send clothes to me and they're all damaged, disheveled because your hang is a stretching out fabric that shouldn't be stretched out. They're coming in a rumpled ball, oil stains, tar stains, broken zippers, frayed edges. How, I mean, it's, it was, it was literally disgusting. It was disgusting. And you're not going to give me a refund. And let me tell you, I told them I would stay on. I would stay on as a member with like two pieces a month or something. And they still said no refund. Well, you want to know what? I will keep you posted on that. I can't believe it. So now I have this wedding right, uh, on the weekend, and the lady, the manager, not the manager's manager, you know, not the big problem manager, you know, the one that's behind the scenes. It's always the manager behind the scenes that wants to always, you know, cause fucking havoc. Isn't that, isn't that the case? The one, the, the manager that I'm talking to, she's like, we're giving you, we're going to give you a $200 credit for this wedding that you have to go to so you can rent a dress. I said, okay, great. So, you know, I found a few sequin numbers on there and, you know, I'll probably um, rent one. I'm assuming it's going to come stained free, but just so gross, so gross. And it used to be good. It used to be really good. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's my big that's my big complaint of the last, I don't know, 96 hours. And I'm, and I'm, I'm really annoyed about it because like you work hard for your money and me too. And my God, I, I mean, it's enough sometimes that you order clothes from rent the runway and they come and they don't fit. I mean, and sometimes they send you another size if you call and you're nice enough, but, but sometimes you don't. And sometimes you feel like, God, am I just using, having a membership to try on clothes that don't fit or never wear that, you know, but this, this is a whole nother thing. And I'm, I'm so furious. I was reading in a magazine about this new salon, this new high-tech salon. I don't know if you heard about this. I thought it was cool. There's um, a guy, his, I don't know if you know him, Ted Gibson. He's a celebrity hair uh, hairstylist. He, he's creating a new salon. You can look it up online. It's called Starring. Starring. S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G. Starring. And basically, he, he Ted Gibson, he says, the salon, the salon, uh, the way that salons are laid out, beauty parlors, I really call them beauty parlors. I don't even know why I'm calling it a salon. The way beauty parlors are laid out, they haven't changed in ages. You know, obviously, they took away the hair dryers, those old school hair dryers, but they haven't changed in ages. And he wants to do something different. So he created this uh, this thing called Starring, this salon, and it's powered by 
Amazon Alexa. And basically what it, what it looks like, you could Google it, see, uh, Google images, see what it looks like. It's uh, There's no reception desk. There's no products that you could go shopping. You know, you can't buy stuff when, when you get in. And you go each, uh, you go, if you're a client, you go sit in the little, uh, a little semi-private pod and over your head is like, like six feet over your head is like these uh, hot colored neon fluorescent lights that, that change according to your mood. And you can, uh, set your own music and, 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 you know, choose the LED lights to program lights to suit your mood. And, and he, he's also saying that this is a safe salon, um, you know, and, and all the, the, the hair, the hairstylists, they're, they're trained to work on all hair textures and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I kind of think it's cool to be honest. I mean, I don't know how I feel about, uh, the safe aspect. I mean, it's like, okay. I mean, you know, you dye in hair, you touch in hair. You like, I mean, like safe. I mean, what's safe? What are they going to wear a mask? I mean, I feel like some of the hair salons, they wore masks anyway, you know, but, but I like, I, I like the, uh, I like the lights for the mood. I, I, you know, I like all that, but no reception. Eh, I don't know. No products. I never buy the products. I, do you buy the products? I never, I never really buy the products. But sometimes I like to browse. You know, why not? But mm, I think it's a cool idea. Starring by Ted Gibson. I have no idea where one of these are. I have no idea if it's actually going to catch on. But apparently he's saying that he thinks that all the salons are going to have big overhauls. You know what I say? If having a big overhaul to the design of the in- the interior design of your salon is going to bring in big bucks, then I feel like everybody's going to do it. If not, eh, I think it's you know, I think it's a good I think it's a good pandemic post pandemic idea. On the pandemic front, okay, New York City. If you've been here, you know you've seen everything. You know reopening and stores that have been shuttered. You know are now starting to open, which is nice. Um, not all though, because you know some blocks you're walking and there's just things that are just totally out for the count. Like I used to like this store, Bolton's. It was near Grand Central. It was a designer discount store. It was a little chain around the city. It was like I don't know, like a Lowman's, like a Filene's Basement, TJ Maxx kind of store, but small. The other day I got out of the office and I went over. I don't know if I said this last week, but I went over to uh, to go to Bolton's. Like I thought, oh yeah, let me go take a browse in Bolton's. Yeah, closed. And I knew it was closed. It just had a habit. I just went there, you know. Anyway, but um, so the, you know, there, but so there, there are stores that have just closed for good, and it's terrible. A lot of stores that have closed for good, and restaurants and bars, and it's sad. But, but, you know what's a little unnerving to me? Everything right now is New York is open. New York's coming back. Great, great companies. Everybody's coming back, coming back this summer, full time, whatever. You know, no, none of these half, half in, half out schedules. By September, all of you know, all the mid, all Midtown offices are going to be filled. Yeah, yeah, yada yada. Well, how about this? Why the hell is everybody, or I should say, why is nobody talking about the mental health coming out of a pandemic? Or, or, or everybody's yay. New York has reopened. We're a hundred percent. Comedy clubs reopened. Amazing fireworks. Cuomo. We have fireworks in New York. Wonderful. But guess what? Nobody's talking about the debilitating mental health. So I'm in the nail salon the other day, and I pick up People magazine. Howie Mandel. There's a huge article in there. It's it, it's good. I, I recommend it. And he uh, he basically was talking about his struggle 
with mental health. And it, necess- it didn't really have a pandemic. I mean, it had a little bit of a pandemic angle because he was talking about how during the pandemic he thought he, in, the, in this time he feels like he's going to die and he has terrible anxiety attacks. But overall, it was just him talking about um, his lifelong painful struggles with OCD and anxiety. And, um, and, he, and he says, like, really candidly, you know, if, if he's not laughing, he's crying. Um, and he hasn't ever really been so open about how dark and ugly, you know, it gets. And he says in this article that he's living in a nightmare. And he said he first saw his first signs of OCD and, and mental health um, when he was younger because he had these repetitive and intrusive thoughts and fixations and um, and when he was a young kid, he had this terrible fear of germs. And he does famously wear rubber gloves around for years and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, and he had the pandemic angle, you know, about how he, during this time it's just been ridiculously debilitating for him. And his daughter was mentioned in the article saying she has some uh, some of the same issues that her dad has. And, you know, I, I was reading it and, you know, I was like, oh, wow, you know, how he's so, he's so funny. I mean, he, obviously comic, um, you know, he's on America's Got Talent, but comic, so many of us comics have mental health things, um, issues that we deal with. And, um, but I really, really feel uh, upset that New York City isn't having more public service announcements on TV or there's not some sort of nonprofit campaigns that are taking ads out around the web. Uh, even even platforms like TikTok, you know, doing some, some PSAs, nonprofit ads on TikTok, talking about mental health issues. You know, if you're having an issue, here's a hotline you can call. And I don't even know if people call these numbers, but at the end of the day, I have so many friends, particularly in the comedy world, that... They, they, they're, they, they're, they're going crazy. They are going crazy. It's, it's the, it's the lack of socialization. Um, you know, for, for a long period of time, it's not wanting to go back. It's not wanting to go back and socialize with people. They don't want to be close with people. People, they don't want to go back to their office. People are going back. They're saying, okay, we're going to go back to work. Okay. We're going to go back and go in restaurants, but they don't want to. They're forcing themselves to. Um, I have a lot of friends that had agoraphobia during this time. I went through a little bit of agoraphobia where I just did not leave my house for 9, 10, 11 days. I mean, I know there are people that have really like stayed in the house, locked their doors, but uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't do that. I mean, but I was staying in the house for, you know, maybe two week chunks at a time. And it was completely unhealthy, completely unhealthy. And it's so easy for me now if I want to slip into that, right? The other day I was working from home. I was working from home a few days last week and I didn't leave my house for three days. I mean, I have, well, except for my spots at night, but I just didn't, I didn't go out and go for a run and go for a walk. I didn't, I didn't do anything. My groceries delivered and that's a mental health issue, right? But nobody's talking about that. Everybody's like, everything's back on. It's great. It's great. And I don't know why no one's talking about it. Um, also depression. I don't know. I've suffered on and off with depression. Um, not, 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 not debilitating, knock on wood, not debilitating depression, but just, just high highs and lows, low, low lows. I'm a normal person. Um, but you know, 
during this time. I mean, how many times do we hear, this is maybe going to be over, or this is maybe going to get worse? And people that were dealing with depression and anxiety, anxiety, I mean, just, I don't know. I don't know how, I just don't know how companies are not talking about this. I don't know how uh, the city is not talking about this. And I get it. You want everybody to come back and Cuomo, you do not want the focus on all of your sordid affairs and all the women you've been around with or whatever the hell else you've been doing. And, and, and it felt like with every other woman that was coming out, another thing, another thing was opening in New York City. But now everything's at 100% and it's all well and good. But there are people that are acting like this just never happened. And there's a whole psychological element that's just being ignored. And I don't know the answer to it. I'm not a doctor. Um, I do wish more people would talk about it. Um, it's, you know, it's, 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 it's weird. The things that I've read, I did do a little research on it, um, because I'm interested in this. I don't, and I don't know why, why it's not coming to light, but long-term fatigue, I've been dealing with that. Um, brain fog, something I've also been, you know, dealing with, you know, during the day, just staying focused, just, or, you know, just be walking around like, oh, things are open, you know, just out of it, you know, from time to time, right? There have been people with PTSD and, um, yeah, you know, and, and then, and, and then general clarity. There's, uh, I have a friend who's, who's really dealing with some debilitating anxiety right now because there's this, the Delta strain, the Delta strain, and she's had her both vax, but she's saying, oh, there's this Delta strain, and I don't know what that means for the people that aren't vaccinated, and, you know, not everybody, and people are saying that they got vaccinated, but they only got one vax, and this girl's freaking out, freaking out. So the, the, and so she's having this whole lack of clarity on on this this new strain, and, you know, you go on NPR, and it's, you know, <coughs> excuse me, deadly could be deadly you're coming you're coming from india or whatever i honestly it's just i just i don't know what the right answer is and it's not it's not for me to figure out i just wanted to sort of vent about the situation on another note on another note we um if you are in manhattan coming here on vacation for a trip and you want to have a little novel item, there's a new food vendor out there that's serving dick-shaped waffles on a stick. That's right. You can check it out at eatdickery.com. No, this is not an ad. I have no advertisers. I make no money doing this. But yes, Eat Dickery. One of my girlfriends sent this to me. She's like, hey, Elise, you know where this food truck is? I said, what's the food truck? She says, oh, it's waffle dicks, dick waffles. I said, what the hell are you talking about? And she sends me the link. It's hilarious. You could go to the website, Eat Dickery. It's literally a stick, a popsicle stick, with a waffle on it. I mean, it looks kind of delicious. And and it's covered in chocolate, and there's stars on it, and sprinkles, and all kinds of shit. But it's shaped like a penis. So um, I don't really know what the appeal is with that. Um, and I, it also sounds like somebody just, somebody just had a lot of money <laughs> and said, you know what? I want to invent some tasty dicks and I'm going to sell them in a truck around Manhattan and I'm going to make them waffles. I'm going to cover them in chocolate. I mean, literally, the, cho- the chocolate looks like it's ejaculation all over the waffles. And and sorry if you're listening to this in front of other people or something, but I mean, really? 
But if I see it, I'm going to obviously get one. I'll take a picture and I'll let you know how it is. But eat dickery, dick pops, penis pops, a whole new rebrand of the penis pop. The same girl that told me about these pops also recently got married. And um, and I went to her apartment and she she got a new bed. By the way, I, I, I have to say this. She got a new bed. Full size bed. I said, this is your new bed? She said, yeah. I said, oh, but you just got married. She, yeah, I said, where's he sleeping? And she says, oh, no, this is the bed we want. We wanted to snuggle. And I said to myself, they want to snuggle. They want to snuggle in a full-size bed. That's their idea of romance. I said, you know what? Come talk to me in a couple of years. I mean, really? Really? When I was married, and I still have my same bed, is uh, a king bed adjustable split king I have a split king adjustable but this bed is like heaven it's a tempopedic okay each side has the remote control I could go up he could go down the head goes up the feet go up I mean you could do Cirque du Soleil sex on my bed if you really want to not that I have not that I have but that's the bed I'm working with the best part of it is that tempopedic my giant king size bed is when I get in the bed or he would get in the bed we didn't feel each other getting in and out of the bed because it wasn't a spring mattress. Oh, it was a beauty. But you want to sleep in a twin bed with your quilted comforter all snuggled up with your new hubby. That sounds great. You should have a few kids. Wait till the kids come in the bed. You're not, you're not even going to get it eight inches of bed, which you normally get in a king bed. All right? But you're not even going to get that. You're going to have a husband in a bed, a couple kids, and you're going to be sleeping on the floor. <laughs> really. Did you know neon nail polish is illegal in the United States? Just, just, just wanted to run that by you. I went to the nail salon when I was reading the Howie Mandel article. Same trip. I wanted to get, do neon, you know, do, get a design because I'm so cheesy like that. And they, they don't make it. I actually did, I did get this one brand. I did, I did get a I did get neon. I got a neon orange. It's not neon neon. It's not like day glow orange. It's a neon orange. I, the brand had no name. They said they got it from the UK. They don't make neon nail polish. I said, that's so strange. And I looked up and apparently it's not that neon colors are illegal to wear in the United States. They just never, no one ever registered neon nail polish with the FDA. So, uh, so technically, neon nail to make neon nail polish and to sell it in the U.S. is illegal. I have a question: Why doesn't somebody just make a neon nail polish and register it with the FDA? I mean, that doesn't sound so hard. I don't know how the whole thing works, but I thought that was so funny. I had no idea. I'm talking to my nail lady Rose, trying to figure out why the hell doesn't Essie have any neon colors? You know, real fluorescent colors, and that's the reason. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Product of the week. I got this. Um, I got this for my ex-husband as one of his presents for Father's Day. For Father's Day, I got him. We got him a couple books. You know, a dad mug, and you know, all, all that kind of stuff. A little toiletry bag that said "Number One Dad" card. But one of the uh, things that I got him that I picked out. He likes to read a lot. We both like to read a lot. But this book was so great, and I, I thought he would love it. It's uh, The Moth. This is the title of the book. The Moth Presents All These Wonders. 
true stories about facing the unknown. So if you don't know the moth, the moth is a, is a, a performance uh, event, I guess you could say, that goes on in New York, and it's people go up and tell stories. It's a storytelling event, and so cool. If you ever have the opportunity to go to a moth event, totally go. It's so, and, and if anybody wants to go, tell me, call me, I'd love to go. Um, people get up and, and tell these stories, and uh, there is a lot of stand-ups that do it too. A lot of the storytelling stand-ups, and um, and so the moth put together this book, and they took um, the moth's been going around for I think I don't know, they think it's the twentieth anniversary or something. But but uh, they took forty five amazing stories that were told on stage about courage and and the unknown and risks and and I think life and death sort of stories and some really poignant some like beautiful some hilarious and uh, and they put them all together in this book and it's a beautiful hardcover book and I got that for him uh, for Father's Day so that's uh, my product of the week and I, I I I didn't read it myself yet I actually just ordered it for myself as well, because I, of course, because I usually do books. I don't know if you do this. You know, you buy one, you yeah, you like you you get you buy one to give somebody, and then you get one for yourself. But I was trying. I'm trying to like watch my spends spending, so I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. But of course, I gave it to him, and then I was like, I really want that book. It just stuck on my mind. I was like, I knew I should have ordered myself a copy. So I, so I just ordered it. Um, but it that's the book product of the week. The moth presents all these wonders. And I'm really excited to read it. Uh, if you have read it, let me know how it is. But I'm sure it's going to be great. Quote, quote of the week by Howie Mandel. Because how can I not? I was so touched by his story, and I, and I love him, and I, I love his work, and I um and I had no you know I really had no idea about how uh, how much he suffers, and how and how um and what courage he has to 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 open up and talk about it because it makes it so much easier than for us everyday people to, to, to feel comfortable about talking about that stuff. But quote of the week, Howie Mandel, he says, I'm broken, but this is my reality. I know there's going to be darkness again, and I cherish every moment of light. Howie Mandel. That's all for today's episode, episode 69 of the Elise DeLucci Show. I love to love you, baby, and I love doing the podcast. And, um... I don't know. I don't have any dates or anything super exciting to talk about right now, but hopefully soon more to come. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Follow me on TikTok at Elise DeLucci, on Instagram at Elise DeLucci, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.